I see okay. it. Okay. Uh, this is Idiot Mystic, and I'm with Edgar Gomez. Uh, hi. We. Edgar made me bring the table that I'm sitting on right now inside from outside because I, when I asked how he thought I looked from an artistic perspective, he said, well, you look uncomfortable. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean, it is nice outside, but it is pretty sunny right now. So, um, for the long, the, the long, uh, longevity of the interview, you know, you got to stay comfortable. Would you say the first time, would you say we've seen each other in a decent amount of discomfort? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, geez, that's one way to sum up Circle K and landscaping. <laughs> especially in the especially in the summertime, you know? I'd go in there like half dead, like, oh my god, what's up, dude? And, Polar and, pop. And I would obnoxiously sometimes be so desperate to talk to you that I'd be like not realize that you've almost like died of heat exhaustion i'm like so how's your day going buddy no nah, it's all good dude. it's uh i feel that like landscaping and my art I, I, like it all has to do like because like i like i feel that to like let go of like whatever i was going through that day um it did. It, I have to have a release. Which other job you have, right? It could be landscaping, whatever you know. But I feel that um, okay, because I used to run a lot, so I had to stop running because I um, because I would just fucking landscape for twelve hours a day, and then I would, dude, I would wake up at three thirty in the morning, and go run fifteen miles, and then go do landscaping, and. I was, I did that for two marathons and like, it just, it was fun. I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. it. It taught me like a grind, you know, but, um, after a while, my body started like not, um, not handling right. So, um, I had to start releasing all that stress through my art, you know? So I, I kind of just flipped from running all the time to painting all the time. I mean, I always doodled, you know, I always, I've always painted. But I feel that if it wasn't for landscaping, my I would have been something, dude. I would have been like a a, a running coach. Um, I was going to school to uh, to be a trainer. Um, I was super into health. I was vegetarian. Like I was the like the iconic uh, marathon runner, one hundred and forty five pounds. Um, sleep 10 hours a day and run and eat, you know? So I feel that landscaping really kind of just switched it up. Mm. If I feel that if it wasn't for landscaping, I don't think I'd be sitting here right now talking about art, you know? So, um, so it's a weird, it's a weird journey. So it's, it's weird that I'm glad we didn't introduce you as anything because there's no word that I can, I, there's nothing I can say that would make sense. I could say a sports fan. That's the most generic thing I could say. <laughs> or I could trick people, but 
So you were doing all the running and then you started working in landscaping. Now, instead of talking about it, like it might seem lofty to some people like, wait, are, why are we talking about your life? Like we're already outside of it. We're obviously in your life and it's today and like, we're yeah, not, yeah. it's still, your life is still going on, but what does that seem like now? Like at the time when you got the landscaping job, did it seem like work or did it seem like part of your journey and like something you were exploring? Um, well, it it happened pretty quick. I uh, I used to work at phone stores with my family and it kind of crashed. Um, so I um, I had a kid on the way, Elijah. So it basically was like, you know, hey, like I have to do something right now. And I was I was already doing my running. So I felt like my buddy was like, dude, like. Landscaping is mostly walking and, and like working out. He's like, so um, I had another friend. She um, she's married to a really good friend of mine, um, Aslan. Uh, and um, her dad owned a landscaping company, and she was like, "Hey, they're she, they're looking for somebody." And he literally called me when I was running 15 miles and was like, "Hey, you want to do landscaping?" So um, it was basically because my son, dude, um, I needed something stable, um, and um, and yeah, it was. I, I if if someone would have called me and been like, "Hey, I got you a job being a waiter at a restaurant," I would have taken that too. Um, I guess I was just, um, I wasn't thinking about me at the time. I was just kind of like, man, I gotta, you know. So, so in retrospect, let's just say right now, there's someone who is maybe in that situation and they're like a, a child on the way is a great reason, but even after you have a child, usually like providing for others is a big, like a necessity. So what if someone is feeling like the thing they're doing isn't about them? Like they're like, okay, I work eight, eight to five and it's a nightmare. And when I'm done, I just complain about it. For sure. So this is how I see it. I see the fact that if you feel about your life like that, um, which if you want to be, you know, a landscaper who just wants to landscape and, and you go on Facebook and Instagram and you see people that are, you know, accomplishing things and that's not for you, then I wouldn't beat yourself down about it. Because I feel that if you want to just go home and get down on some video games and, and you know, it, that's not everyone has to, you know, get 150 million likes. But if you want to get past of where you're not in, happy with your life, then you have to get out of work and do something else. You have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and work on something else. You have to work out of work to get what, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not anything that you can complain about. It's not anything that um, you could get out of work every day and, and talk to 10 people about it. But if you're not doing anything to get in, in the situation that you're in, then, I mean, um, it's um, possible, I think, you know, so um, I feel that if you um, if you look at your life and you're like, man, like, I hate what I'm doing right now, then make that your fuel so that you get out of work and you paint five, ten canvases. I mean, 
when I get pissed off at work, dude, my buddy, the owner, like he knows, like he'll be like, I'll be super late or something. He's like, damn, you're having a rough day yesterday. Oh, I'm like, yeah, I painted like five canvases. So like, I don't ever let my job, well, unless I'm really tired. But it, the more I'm pissed off at work, the more I want to paint. Because how else am I going to get out of the situation that I'm in? It, I mean, I, I mean, it's just, you know, one plus one equals two. That's for me. Like, I'm not, I'm just not complaining about it. I'm doing something about it. And you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's okay. one of those, like, you just have to get it, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I, it, you start seeing the the athlete and the marathon mentality into like basically everything I do. Like I don't, I feel that like there's always a way to get something done. You know what I'm saying? In your life, like maybe not that day, maybe the next day, but like you, there's little steps, you know, you have to take little steps little by here and, and you have to experience the grind, you know, like, I mean, dude, I was the worst I was the worst artist out of my whole group of friends. The worst one. I w- they all still, like, if I would bring out my old books, bro, you'd be like, what? Like, that's you? You know what I'm saying? It's just dedication and hard work, you know? And I think that if you put that into, you know, sewing, uh, podcasting, um, anything that you want after you get off work, I really feel that um, it really shows, you know? I I feel like this is hilarious. All, to me, it's really funny that you're saying this because recently I've been that the podcast basically has instead of being an interview with someone or talking to someone about the thing, I we've started talking about talking. So like you just said, working hard and podcasting and i'm like oh we are doing that right now i'm inside sure for sure yeah so so i'm in the thing that i'm supposed to be doing but lately i've been encountering some like some opinions that suggest that maybe this isn't the most productive use of my time or maybe this isn't like (laughs) it's taking a little time like fucking people tell me that i should paint something else every day hey why don't you paint Bro, like I, I paint, I paint whatever the fuck I want. Like, if you want a Picasso, go find Picasso. Go find Pablo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna paint a Picasso. I'm not gonna paint your sunflower. And you know, like, it's like, dude, we're sitting here having a conversation. Like, your podcast is gonna, your podcast is getting you somewhere. Whether it's, and I mean, like, is it filling your soul? Like, right now, are you sitting here being like, yeah, dude, like, this is what I love to do. And this is this is like what throws people off. I didn't I didn't do my art to like make anybody happy. Like people came to my home and were like, dude, like I love your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like, how much for your art? You got some weed? Give me some weed. I'll get an eight. You know what I'm saying? And I'll give you I'll give you <laughs> some art. Like, I I literally I I never thought my art was that cool. Like I painted because of me. Now, if someone would have came over and been like, stop painting cactuses i would have laughed in their face and been like why like why does my cactus bother you like you know what i'm saying like it's it's one of those things brother that if i never i never felt rich painting canvases because i was painting canvases to paint for myself i was spending money on art to spend money on art i never spent money to make money on art 
So for me, I felt rich every day painting. So if you feel rich recording, then I mean, keep going, you know? So, so my question is, if we apply that to other things, like let's say anything, we've already said a bunch of things, sports, arts, even academics, whatever thing you're doing, if there's a direction you want to go in and there's um, interference, like whether it's from outside or in your own head, do you ever encounter that or is it yeah. most... Yeah, last the last week I was um I was telling him my buddy Ian um he came in and purchased a canvas for me a couple weeks ago, so um I was telling him that I was getting too focused on events and um galleries and you know stuff. I wasn't really focusing on my art. I started getting thinking more about festivals that I wasn't really painting as. I was painting, but it wasn't like, um, like before I started doing all this, right? So I, the best way I could describe it was like the first time you do your signature, how like your curves, everything is just so flawless, right? Like you're like, yes, this is my signature, like boom. So after you sign your signature a million times, you start getting lazy with it, right? Like. You know, you swipe your card and ask you to swipe, to put your signature. You just do that little zigzag. So I um I started to feel like I was my art was like that. Like I wasn't putting like I wasn't putting my whole soul and heart into it. You know, so I stepped back. I um, friends were hitting me up about uh, doing some live shows, and I told them that you know, as of right now, I wasn't doing anything. Um, that I just had to sit back and. And not even paint so much, bro. Just come home, eat ice cream, watch YouTube videos, and and not beat myself up for it, you know? Um, I think that we all need to take little breaks here and there. But um, but also like um like a mental break, like or like, you know, hey, I gotta do something, but like don't don't like don't go longer than than you're supposed to you know because then it'll just it'll be a habit to stop you know so for me like i'll give myself like a week maybe and then i'm just like dude like i need a paint um if it's not like a background or some kind of sketch you know but um but yeah if that answers your question yes and it leads me to i'm kind of putting you on the spot and pretending like there's a bunch of people asking you this question but as soon as i ask you you will know that there is a large population of these people in phoenix and it's people who have uh like let's say natural artistic desire or inclination but they feel like to be taken seriously you either have to come from art school or you have to have you you basically can't ever ever even be taken slightly seriously Dude, unless yeah. you have these classes and you have a mentor and you have critiques and it's just like yep. i mean dude like i grew up in the whole graffiti culture and there's not one graffiti homie in my dms asking me to come over and paint like it's a 
we live in a really weird i think i think that's why a lot of people move out of phoenix or arizona i think like we support each other but we don't really go full throttle on our support system i'll be 100 with you man like i i got out of graffiti because of graffiti i got out of graffiti because of graffiti like it's just it's a it's not a welcoming culture like as in like an outsider you know what i'm saying like if my letter looks like your letter i'm gonna get aligned you know if if you have beef with this person like I have potentially chance of getting beat up by 10 people I've never met in my life for some I don't even know, you know what I'm saying? And like we it's would, just it's we would so, be such, we, huh? would be such a good, we would be such a good graffiti crew. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you have to you have to be in a crew or you have to like and it's so draining. I just I feel that it's um I think that's like the uh, my least favorite part about the art scene is that like if you're not graffiti crew or 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 some kind of like it's just like like you say a lot of people don't take you seriously and for me dude i basically had to put myself on a corner and like be like here i am like you know it wasn't it was it was that you know i guess let's talk about that you Obviously, we've we've vaguely established that you're a painter of some type. You paint canvases, and something has happened to where we're talking about your art. So let's instead of because this isn't the only episode. So let's describe what's the change that's happened recently, like in your art. What changed with it? Man, I really feel the change has been that um just seeing the the um, the reaction I get from uh people um I feel that uh, me walking walking museums for so long, you know, that like being able to give people the feeling that I get walking museums just kind of like I found like my my footing in life. Like I, like it's like it's almost like a weird thing. Like I could have a terrible day and I'll be like, oh, like I'm gonna go home and paint and make someone happy. Like it just it lights me up, dude. Like it's like I'm like I'm like I fell in love, dude. Like it's weird. Like I'm, it's like uh, I I love painting. So it's just I loved it before, but like, like I said, I painted just to, for myself, and now that I see like my son painting or I get to teach classes and um it's just a, a different a different fire lit under me um to be more creative to uh, be more aware of like my own like responsibilities and um you know as in like the way I want to represent myself my art and my culture you know what I'm saying like um yeah, I mean, it just it just really humbled me, dude. Like, I just really feel like not a lot of people are are lucky to um, get the exposure that I've been getting and and everything else that I've been doing. I just feel that like I would I, I would let people down if I don't work harder or stay working just as hard, you know. And so, like, I just it's this weird thing where I just like I don't like letting people down and like I don't like 
like letting myself down. So I feel like, um, like I just started running a marathon. Like I'm in my first mile, like today, like I just barely hit my first mile today and I still have 26 more to go. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not stopping. And, and I love, I love the fact that I, that I, um, I see like an end game to this, you know, like the, the, the more I put into this, like the more I get out, you know, and like, I guess that's in life in any situation, but, um, that's, what's making my gears, you know, move right now. So, um, is uh, the love that I get from short, long story short is the reactions and the love that I get and the feedback from, from my friends and families and random people that really changes the gear of like, I'm going to paint one canvas a month. Dude. I'm going to paint 30 canvases in a week. You know? Okay. This is the, wait, let me. Just a weirder. There's a reason. So, I say so a lot. But Talk the next, But this, this, this question, we can answer it twice. And the first time, whatever answer you give, we can go over it again a second time if you want. Right on. What do you, do you think that there is anything going on with your art beyond just you applying pigment using your human mind to a canvas is it just simply that or is something else going on beyond that um i think my art is very relatable to ours to like i paint so many different ones and i feel like it's all different emotions so like you could like say like man like i don't even like bright colors and then that that dark black one i just did like a couple of days ago like like you could be like man like i've been i love i love your art but i've never seen anything like you know that i wanted and so like just i feel that like my art just captures like different people in different ways like we all like well not all but like we all like definitely have been loving our culture more um like the valley right like the whole the whole the valley and you know um the sports the kind of the sports kind of made our you know kind of gave our our city a little bit more of like a uh, uh, clout or whatever you want to call it you know so um i feel that like it's just it all had to do with that like it's just it's just the um just our, our city and and just and just the way that um it wasn't like i don't know so, i just feel that go ahead my bad so wait do you let's say most people because when i look at your art if you look at them until i saw them displayed in the gallery i hadn't seen any like the pieces together like that but now that i i've seen them together it seems like it seems like you're I'm not going to say you're telling some type of story or there's like a spiritual theme to it, but it seems like there is something going on with all the cacti. Like it's not, it seems like I can't tell what's going on. But Dude, it, 
if you ever see me paint, bro, I'm I'm in a trance, bro. Like, I literally will wake up the next day and be like, "How the hell did I paint that?" Like, there's there's canvases up here, bro, that I I've, I've tried to recreate, and I don't know how how I did it. I mean, I just I just put on my music, bro, and it's just like this weird. Like it just it's just like paints going everywhere, markers, boom, 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 boom. Like I don't sketch anything. Like I'll sit at I'll sit at home. Oh, I'll be at work and I'll be like, oh, like that would look really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right. And then I'll I'll think about something, do 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 do. But like this this dime back one right here, dude, like I I basically was just like, Oh, I'm gonna use baseballs. Oh, I'm gonna do that. And then like, but I I didn't draw it. I just came home and just boom you know so it's it it, re- it really is very spiritual and um so i so like, i let's, put a lot of, hmm? sorry let's talk i don't mean to interrupt just it's oh, interesting you mentioned the trance state so let's say when did you realize that that was a thing like has it always been like that since you started painting or did somewhere in the middle you're like whoa something weird happens when i paint You know, I really feel that you once now that you say that, um one of my buddies that passed away um due to the the uh fentanyl and opioid epidemic we're currently having. Um yeah, his um Sorry. he he taught me yeah, it sucks. He he literally taught me how to layer art um and kinda just be comfortable in my own like my own letters. See now I tell you, I come back, I come from this, like, gnarly, like, you have to have your own style, your own letters, your own this, your own, so many rules, so many rules, so many rules, so many rules. And basically, like, um, Verge, his his graph name was Verge, uh, David, um, David Sanchez, rest in peace, buddy, love you. Um, But yeah, Verge was just like, dude, just layer, have fun, and just paint. And so... um, once I started painting um, with Verge and my buddy Skyler, um, it just really, I went from like this, like, okay, I need to be cool, tagger, grapher, to like, I'm going to paint whatever I want. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't, you know? And um, I think that that right there was when I, I would wake up and I'd be like, dude, like that was freaking cool. Like, and like, I would look at my R and that was the, that was the game changer, dude. Um, yeah, my, my buddy Verge, he, he really, if, if I wish he could see me now, dude, like, I, I mean, I know you can or whatever, you know, spirit realm he is or whatever you believe in. You, you um, might literally be literally behind you. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So I, I keep I say that I keep his spirit alive by the way I paint just because like I know that he would he would look at my stuff right now and be like damn effect damn effect you're killing it so Dude, um, I feel like honestly we should so okay let's say and now I'm really I'm let you could say I'm stretching things here so you're just humoring me and I'm you don't. Let's say these are not your views. But okay. if we were saying that you and 
uh, Verge and Skylar were channeling some type of like archetype or energy. What what do you think that is? Like what what do you switch to from regular Edgar who's like sitting around like working, scrolling on his phone, listening to an audiobook, maybe Red Dragon. Uh right. but uh how do you what is the difference between the two guys? Or do you not know who the other or is it just is it unidentifiable? I think that's what I think that's what um brought us all all of us together just because we all had different such different um personalities now skylar is all black prayer and death metal um anime watching um doesn't watch a single sport uh doesn't doesn't listen to drake verge is uh uh like Chicano, but like mostly like, um, like, um, like Southern uh, Mexican, like, you know, likes corridos, um, all the Mexican music. So, like, what really brought all of us together was art. Like, there was you, if I, you would have put me in a classroom with these guys, there would have been no, there would have been nothing for us to be and talk, have in common other than our art. Like, when we would all paint together, we would everyone have their headphones on and everyone, you know, we would smoke a blunt, you know, all together and then just paint. But um, there was the the key connection was our love for our art. Like if. um, Yeah, it's it's that's what like there would be a, 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 a table with like 10 people, dude, just sitting there painting, drawing on 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 anything we get our hands on. Right. Books, old mail newspapers whatever um but if you would put us all together we would all be completely different like it's not like um yeah yeah it's just i can't tell you what what would what would bring their creativity out you know but for me was the love for art it's always been the love for art it's um i don't i don't know how i could see because some people grew up in different neighborhoods where (laughs) You know, you had to be accepted or, you know, I don't know. But for me, the reason why I got into graffiti and the reason why I met buddies was because I fell in love with with art. So um, I guess that's like a very like individual question per person, you know? Yes. And I appreciate you sharing your interactions with them. So I guess let's try to i guess what i'm in i've noticed that what what i do a lot is like we talk and we try to establish like who someone is on the first episode but usually people hide a lot but i know that you're you're not that type of person at all and it doesn't you're just the same way with your art it is like there's I won't use the, I won't say there's no pretentiousness or pretension, but I feel like there is none. So I guess if you were saying right now, like what your biggest struggle is, like what's your most, as a juxtaposition to the fact that you've been in galleries recently and you finally found your footing as an artist, 
to someone who sees you and then gets jealous kind of and worked up and they're like, oh my God, like how is he in a gallery? Ah. Like what would yeah. you say you're still struggling with? Work harder. Work harder. Go, go in a corner. I, dude, literally, bro, like I was broke. I had zero cash. I had canvases packed packed dude i had no room for art i had sold everything right like i was going through some harsh time with my trucks i got up i told my son i need to go sell some art because we're out of cat food i we weren't out of cat food i fucking bought them food but i bought them this like generic brand bro and my cats were on strike for two days right so i had already sold all my alien and predator collection, comics, books, what everything, right? No, it says we got stuck. No, I guess I'm just gonna wait. Okay, so we hey, just had. You were talking about your weird story about how things picked up for you artistically and your voice disappeared and what happened? On yeah, it, it was weird, dude. My phone didn't start telling me that I wasn't allowed to access my microphone or my camera. So, you know, it's uh, the powers of B don't want us to let all the secrets out there, you know? But we were just having a really good talk. What were we? What were we saying? Though? That was no like, way. That we were like, uh, yes, you right were, into it. You were saying I was dead broke. You were trying to get cat food. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's how how it happened. All right, dude. A lot of people ask me like, you know, like you know, it literally was that my cats had no food, and my dog and my cats were on strike. And I had sold everything. And I, my son, I was like, hey, bro, I'm going to load up my truck. I'm going to go drive to 7th Avenue. And I'm going to go sell some art. I'll be back. And so I packed up my truck, dude. I drove down 7th Ave. And I looked for an abandoned building, right? So all the abandoned buildings have, like, a fence. Kind of like the... Not like a fence, like a kind of it's like it's like roped off, but with a link, like a yeah. a, a, a chain, you know. So I finally get to this one place, right? It looks abandoned. It's up for sale. Boom, set up. I have my record player. I just start painting, bro. Like I called my son and I was like, I just paid. You know, I think I made like nine hundred dollars, dude. Like. The first weekend out there, um, maybe maybe eight hundred. It was it was like I was like, whoa, what just happened, you know? But it was I didn't post it on Facebook. I didn't at that time, dude. I couldn't even remember my login to my painting at your Instagram. Like it it. It was literally just like I was just scared 
to go out and sell my art. I, I was scared to go put it out there the whole time. I, I skipped around it. I could have I could have still had all my alien collection. I still could have had all my Pokemon stuff if I just stopped being scared and got out there. That's it. That's all it took. It's it just took me just being like I had to. But like I think it happens to most of us. We're just like, oh, like what what's gonna happen? Maybe this, maybe that. But it's just it just comes down to like for me, I had to, but if I would have had some, um, and and then it's it's it'd be crazy for me to say that there wasn't people coming over here telling me how talented I was. So it wasn't that there wasn't that thrown around me. Like, um, it was just I guess I was just scared that people weren't gonna like my art as much as me. You know, it's it's weird, bro. But like, I just like I was scared of, of failure in a way, but. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain it. I think we all go through it, like stage fright, like you know, but, something. But wait, you know? let's let's not. I feel like some like I listen to. I've been listening to podcasts since I was literally like twelve because they've been around for a while. Like people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely, like, definitely. If you're a short. You've been listening to podcasts for a long time and it's messed with your brain a little bit because you listen to other people talk. So I guess yeah. from listening to people talk, the thing you just talked about, which is the stage fright or the fear, it's easy to say a few things about it and move along. But I feel like you of all people can like, at least what are the mechanics of the fear like when you were scared and now that you're not afraid of that thing of sharing your art what does the difference feel like and how would you if someone like let's say there's someone out there right now who's listening to the podcast and they're like well like they're literally broke and can't feed their cats but they're like well my art isn't good enough to sell on the street but edgar's was so how do they get over that? What is the exploratory? What can they do? Well, the best way to kind of, I guess, if I compared my art to my buddy Skyler's and my buddy Corey and um, everybody that that came before me, dude, I would have, I would have never be where I'm at. So the first step is just to love yourself and your art. And if, and, and not only that, dude, to have trust, have trust in, in the, in, in the journey, right? I, I was having a bad day and someone messaged me, like, you know, I was just like, I got caught in a monsoon, bro. I was out with all my art. 10 minutes later, it's fucking pouring down rain. I'm stuffing everything into my truck. Uh, luckily, everything that I took with me fit in my truck but this one canvas i had to throw a blanket over um but i just sat there in the rain and i was just like it's it's life is so unpredictable like i could have told you that i i you know i had a, a goal to keep i wanted to at that point right i was like oh i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna make you know this much money i have this many canvases this is that blah, blah, blah. it fucking rained i didn't make a single dollar 
Now, I thought about it. I was like, man, that sucks. Like, maybe, like, you know, maybe there was a few people that walked past me that day that liked my art, and maybe, like, my art's not that cool, right? Like, you do have those self-doubts, you know? But it took someone messaging me being like, hey, man, trust the process. Trust the process. And, and stay at it, right? So um, just recently, right, I was went to the news, did all kinds of interviews. Um, I took two days off work, bro, to do that. Um, I didn't sell a single campus those two days. Um, I got tons of views, and, you know, a lot of people hit me up, and it was really cool. But, like, I didn't look at it as if it being a successful or un unsuccessful thing anymore. Like, I feel that, like, Every day is is another chance at it, right? So the success you have today won't come tomorrow or can't come tomorrow. But you can't compare your 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 failures to your successes. You can't compare your successes to your failures because it's all part of the process. So if you're looking at me and you're like, man, like I don't have any money, this dude's out there getting it, then yeah, be mad. Be mad that I am out there selling my art and getting by and make that drive it. Make that into your drive that, like, you know what? Like, if he can do it, I can do it. And there's, and if that's the way that you get to it, I mean, I feel that we all have our different, like, what fuels us, right? Like, uh, for me, it's like, it's that, dude. Like, if I could look at someone and be like, man, like, they're doing, they're doing such better. But like, for me, I have mad love for that, but I don't like seeing that. I want to be that dude. I want to be. The ones selling every cactus canvas in Arizona. I want to be that guy. So, like, for me to tell you that I don't look at people and and, and be like, man, like, yeah, I do, but it, I don't look at it as in a jealousy way. I look at it as in like, I'm a mile behind you, and I'm training my ass off so that my next mile is going to be thirty seconds faster, and then I'm only going to be half a mile behind you. And then the next leg, I'm gonna be right on your ass. And then the next mile, I'm gonna be over. I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be in front of you. So you better catch. You better catch up. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at people that are doing better than me, I always just think that they're they're working harder. But it makes me want to work harder. So like, so people that are looking at me and 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 they're like, damn, like that dude's doing it. And I know my art or my uh, digital art or my music, I know it's I like good. I hope that I woke that monster up in you. I, I hope, you know, because I'm very competitive. So like if 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 someone sees my competitiveness and is like that's what I need, then cool. And there's people out there that, you know, like don't need that drive, you know? But for okay. me, dude, like I need it, you know? I need that like that Let's reminder. Know. That reminder that my cats are not going to eat if I don't get it. You know, like I need that. I need that, like that dark feeling that like how how things were before. Right. Like how things were before, before I believed in myself. You know, everyone else believed in me this whole time. Everyone else believed in me. I didn't believe in myself. When I believed in myself, it changed everything. So. There's so I. I want to ask more questions about, so let's say right now when you said you believe in yourself, what does believing in yourself 
feel like as opposed to not believing in yourself because you're still painting. So you it were means still- I, It means go to the corner right now and not sell shit and come back happy as fuck. Okay, so- why, I, okay. I believe in the process of it. I believe that I'm doing what I love. Like, so once you, once you understand that you're doing what you love and, and it's, it's so fruitful that, bro, there's so many people in the world that, especially immigrants that have to do their job. They can't follow their dreams. You know what I'm saying? So if just, just, just follow your dreams and, and, and don't put limits on yourself, you know, like that's, that's, that's the only way. Yeah, I could I could say it is um is is just don't doubt it you know like just if you believe in yourself bro like the power of attraction is so crazy bro when I when I fucking started running marathons dog before I ran marathons I was smoking pot going to raves the most unhealthiest dude in the world you could have ever met yeah I had tons of friends I had tons of fun but when I told people that i was gonna run a marathon i never told people i was gonna run a 5k i never told people i was gonna do a 10 no i'm gonna run a marathon and when everybody heard that everybody was just like okay you know no one believed in that bro but then i would tell people you know i'm gonna make it to the uh the boston marathon so not only was i training for a marathon bro i was training to make it to fucking new york like so like I set the limit even higher for myself, right? right? So, like, it's just, it's just the power of attraction and, 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 and like, taking those L's and, and taking those wins. And I really feel that that's if you, could, if you could really put yourself out of your body and, and know that you're doing what you love and if you keep at it, it's gonna it's gonna work hell yeah <laughs> i tried to make you out of slime but i don't know yeah hey that, that looks pretty cool i like that and the, and the big nose definitely hey it's not a big nose okay? it was just the ridge the ridge was weird but um i see so so i guess let's say I know this is going to be a weird thing, but since you have been an athlete, let's talk about what the difference, let's say, okay, the, the darker emotions that, let's say, we've talked about or sometimes that I know you've dealt with, is, is stuff like that connected to a lack of self-belief or is that stuff still present? And yeah. not connected to artistic self-belief. I think um, it comes in both. I think it's both. Um, I was a really heavy set kid growing up. Um, I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of doubts about myself. My everybody like my brother was a very like um, a very successful athlete. He was a he's a fucking badass still. Six three varsity. You know what I'm saying? My sister. I mean, she worked at the New Times. Uh, dude, she's a badass artist herself. Like, I just like, I just thought, like, I just thought I wasn't anything, dude. I just thought I was shit, bro. Like, I would sell weed. Like, yeah, you know, like I was just like, I would paint, you know. But like, 
graffiti, like, it wasn't anything that you're like, hey, like, I just went and spray painted down Indian school from 35th Avenue to 7th Street all night. Like, no one's no one's tipping their hat about that. No one's happy about that. Like, I'm a criminal. I'm a vandal. Um, so, like, and there was a lot of, there was a lot of dark places, dude, um, with my health, right? Like, uh, and my art. So, uh, I really feel that both of them, I had a, I had to be comfortable in my own skin to love myself, right? Because when I ran and, and I was 145 pounds and I had a six pack, I still hated myself. So it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't me looking like the dude that looks on a magazine it, that didn't bring me anything, bro. Like, um, so that's why I'm saying that seeing people's expressions when they buy my art was definitely, but defined what like I love in life. Like, um, but it, I think that sports and and the way I escaped uh, from reality and from world is I use them both in different ways. Uh, uh, like I, I I tell everybody, man, run run a half marathon, train for a half marathon, and it'll change your life. Um, I really feel that if it wasn't for running, I don't think I would be here, dude. Um, and if it wasn't for art, I don't think I would be here. So. Uh, it uh, it really it really keeps my demons at bay. Um, I had a I had a pretty gnarly childhood, as you could just from the little bit, like you know, little backstory and stuff. And I'll start crying like a little like a little kid if I get too too deep into all that stuff. But uh, but I definitely came from a really 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 um upside down like. Like I, 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 I came out of the upside down, dude, and I'm just, you know, surviving. And um, I really like that. I feel that that is what really like kind of keeps me humble is that I just remember, like, you know, where I came from and, and how far I came. And sure. um, since you mentioned coming out of the other place, that's darker than where you're at now. And let's say instead of being like the typical queries about basically a way to get you to go over your traumas for spicy content, instead of doing that, let's, what would you say to someone else who's, I mean, of course you can go over whatever you want, whenever you want, but I'm realizing that instead of making you share things that you may not even want to share, but I'm like crying let's just what would you tell someone else who's in that upside down right now but they're listening to a podcast then how is like is the way out just waiting is there do you have to do something i just i just really feel that you just have to start listening to yourself um i really i really thought about like what what made me run? What made me do this? What, but it was really just listening to myself and 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 yeah, it's it's um if you find yourself in a really tough spot and you don't know what to do, start by doing the minimalist thing you could possibly do. And and I really feel that 
even walking your dog in the morning, right? Like, hey, like, I'm going to wake up an hour and walk my dog in the morning. Well, maybe when you, two weeks into you walking your dog, you start running with your dog. Or you know it, you're training for something, right? Or um, I just really feel that it's a journey that we all have to live in within ourselves. Or maybe, like I said, uh, maybe you pick up a book and you start living audiobooks. Like, dude, I, I fucking love audiobooks. Like, um, it's... I, I feel that it's we all go down this dark road and you have to love you have to love yourself uh during the whole time. Um I I feel that um uh, it can you can get really lost, you can it can get really dark and it's really easy to let go, um especially nowadays. Um but um I just I just, I just feel that like it, it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a dark place that everything is, is so lit now that um, I think that it, once you find, um, whether it's helping other people, community service, once you find your niche, um, run with it and don't be scared of it. And that's what I'm saying. Like it, I was scared, I was scared to sell art, dude. I, I would, I had someone come up to me and be like, hey, I told my friend. To sell her art and she's super successful and i hadn't even sold art yet i was giving advice to people that i wasn't even doing bro so like i was like whoa like right on you know so like it it just if you're if you like to cut hair if you like to do nails like we all find have something and i feel that if if that's the way that gets you out you know do it you know um but it's like I said, it's really hard to to tr uh, translate that just because, like, I don't know how everybody else grew up. You know, for me, it was um, getting out of my house, getting out of the neighborhood, uh, not hanging out with the people that I was hanging out with. Uh, my brothers that were brothers now, but um, I hung out with some pretty crazy ass kids. And um, I feel that art. Um, like who the hell wants to go walk in art uh, to the museum, dude? Like, not most teenagers want to go walk museums, you know. So like, I was at museums, and I was. Uh, I guess I guess the best way to say that, bro, is just don't follow anybody. Um, you know, just if 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 you have something, go for it. Um, if it if people don't align with it, just. You know, X them out. I don't know, man. Um, but if you find yourself in a really tough spot, um, I, I would just say small steps. You know, don't you know, don't beat yourself up. You know, that's that's all I can say is just don't beat yourself up. So let's say we were um, like when I when I had when I met you working at a gas station myself and you're you're currently still doing landscaping sometimes correct or yeah yeah so where does um i feel like most times when i'm talking to uh and this is gonna put some throw some people under the bus but the other authors i talk to or successful creatives on the podcast they tend to not mention like what they do the rest of the day 
what what is your source of survival on this earth man i cut the best grass in town baby (laughs) so i feel like if if there are artists who are like like i've heard people say like i'm gonna be honest with you i've talked to people about your story and they're like when i say you sold your art outside an abandoned house right in phoenix they're like oh they see a cool abandoned house and i'm like wait so you're saying the competitive advantage is that edgar went out on the street and sold his art on the public the street that is his competitive advantage not that he made an effort and i i guess that's it's interesting to me at this point because I feel like a lot of people even judge themselves like that. They're like, who am I to make art? Like, like someone will tell me that I'm not good enough to go sell art on the street. I'm not, not me, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe someone thinks that. So I guess, do you feel like there is any level you have to get to you try to sell your art? If someone for, for me, as in, like, if I would give any artist any advice, which I, I'll give anybody advice if they ever hit me up on, like, anything, right? What I say is just don't overprice your art. Because, dude, like, I I really feel that, like, art is for everybody, at least for me, dude, right? Like, I can't, I can't put, I can't put my hours, like, how much hours I paid it into my artwork. Because no one would ever afford the shit, right? Like, I've been painting my whole life. Like, mistakes over and over. Like, so but, wait. I, but when you but when you say that you can do that, then that means there's a clear difference between you and the people who can charge absurd prices for their art that could feed sure. a fan for six months. Sure. I, I really feel that once you work your ass off to that point, do it. But I, what I see with most artists that are that are out there, it's like, don't quit your day job to to start something that takes a lot of time to build, right? Um, now, like, dude, like, I could possibly quit my job right now and go full time artist, right? Let's just say, tomorrow, kind of quits. Now. Now my art is my main source of income. Now for me, that's how I release my stress. I wouldn't want my stress to be my full force of income. So for me, I will always have a nine to five, whether it's, you know, maybe something lighter, maybe not all the time or maybe part time. But for me, I wouldn't, I don't want to put all the weight on my art just yet, right? I'm I'm slowly building myself up. So what I tell what I would say in artists, just have patience, start slow, build yourself up, and and you know, get up there. I, I see people that get millions, millions of views, right? Millions. But they have a hard time selling stuff. I don't get millions of views, bro. At all. I don't even hashtag my work, dude. So it's just, so it's what, just like, wait, so let's be, I feel like 
Firstly, I feel like if this was like ancient Greece, you'd be like painting and I'd be one of the weird people like hiding in a bush watching you. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, the the artist. But so right now on this journey where we're like in, in society today, I guess, while you're, I actually forgot the other question, but the second one is this. If you remember what we were talking about, please remind me. But how do you, do you feel like society is morphed a little bit currently to not favor someone who wants to pursue something that takes as much time and thinking space as art? I'm saying favor, so it can support it, but like it requires a little bit of grit. Just I like feel I that it's two different feelings now. I you can go for the internet likes and internet follows and you can get like man i just posted this picture and like a million people saw that and you can you can get what you want from that feeling or for me i don't care about any of that i want people to see me as a street artist i'm a street artist i don't i am not a tiktoker i i post i've, I've been posting pictures of me drawing with juice world or whatever and like that's what i like to do right now don't get me wrong I, there's a lot of money in tiktok and there's a lot of money in instagram and all that if you do that and that makes you bucket that makes you happy man go 100 percent on it right find out the like there's there, there has to be more research into it so for me if i would do that bro i would be watching endless 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 videos on how to be successful at being a tiktoker or how to be successful at being that all right i just think that if you put time into anything that you want to do you're gonna get it for me i'm a street artist i don't dude i'll be at these festivals bro and I, all i want to do is just go to some random ass corner with my easel and my art and my speaker and I just want to paint, dude. Like, I, all that other background noise, when you text me and you're like, hey, man, like, start doodling, you know? So, dude, I'm not nervous, brother. This is life. This is my life. I love it. Like, there's nothing for me to, like, like, before I'd have to write stuff down to, like, remember stuff to talk about. But no, like, it's not, like, there's, there's really not anything for me nervous about just because I already know, like, so I'm already, already manifesting this. Like, we manifested this a long time ago. We like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we knew, like, we've been talking about talking forever. So, like, for us to, like, finally do this, like, we've been manifesting it, bro. And look at, look, we talked at Circle K about hanging out and talking. Now we're doing a podcast together, brother. Like, if that doesn't show you how, how fucking life, how great life is if you put time and work into it, bro, like... I mean, that answers itself in a way, dude, you know? So my question is, I guess, it's it's interesting. We've only been, I've been, it's one question after the other. So instead of stopping, I'm just going to let your energy keep going. Let's say your son is, how how old is your son? He's 10. Okay, so let's say in in seven years, eight years, he's going to be, let's say whatever he tries up till then, he tries and it's varying things and he like 
whatever yeah. calling he feels. Then when he gets to the age where society starts putting pressure on him, like people are like, hey, like, what's your job? Or, hey, bro, do you have, I don't know what will be popular by then, what strange social currency will be the right. thing. Yeah. But I guess what, what advice or what do you hope to be, what compass do you hope he uh, operates with to be the artist he needs to be, whether it's like a literal artist or an athlete or just his job? I, my job is to always just let him understand to love his life. Love yours, bro. Love yours. If I could say, if I could tattoo that on my fucking body, I already have too many tattoos, but literally, bro, just love yours. Love, love your life. Love your nerdiness. Like, bro, like, I literally grew up playing Pokemon, bro. Like, if you would if you would walk up to me and tell me anything about Pokemon, I'm a tatted up, spray painting guy that has Pokemon cards in the Game Boy in his pocket at all times growing up, bro. Like, for me, I have no shame telling you I love Pokemon. And, like, at, at in every age of my life, bro, like, I learned English with playing Pokemon, watching Pokemon, dude. Like, so, for me, like, I just never gave a fuck. Like, I, I started wearing satchels, bro, and, like, because I would sell, I would sound pop. So, like, I would wear a satchel because I would have weight in there, right? And, like, dude, if, if it was the biggest deal, like, with my friend, oh, like, are you bi? This and that. I'm like, because I'm wearing a satchel, you guys are so uncomfortable with your own in. You guys are so comfortable with yourself that you guys are uncomfortable with me wearing something? Like, like hey. <laughs> you know? So, like, I've, I've always been so fucking comfortable with myself, bro. Like, how, the way I wear, dress, the way I wear, what I do, how I speak, music, and 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 it's even in my job profession, bro. Like it's the stereotypical that like I'm don't listen to like you know the real corrido music and like you know like they call me like uh, the like I've been called whitewashed. You know what I'm saying like. I've been called everything just because I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm comfortable with myself. Like, and, and not a lot of people are, bro. So um, I feel that, like, that's what just – my job is to always just tell Eli, yo, love yourself. Don't ever let anybody deter you from what you love, bro. Because if I would have been – I grew up 23rd Avenue Indian School. Pokemon was not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was not cool to like Pokemon, bro. Like, but like, it, I would, no one would take that away from me. You know what I'm saying? I will start singing the Ash Ketchum anthem right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so like, yeah, just love, love yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to wear pink? Wear pink. If you want to, you want to wear Daisy Dukes? Wear Daisy Dukes. You know what I'm saying? And, and I've told you like that, bro. man, buddy. I love you. I love who you are. You play sports. You do this. You do that. Um, like, he grows up late. Wants to be a, a male cheerleader, dude. You think I'm going to leave my son or, 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 or talk him down for something? No. Like, our, our job isn't to empower our youth, dude, especially nowadays, bro. Like, me and you could have messed around a little bit more. We're youngsters. Nowadays, dude. Biting a little pill could kill you. 
Like it's, I think our youth is growing up in a way different, like way different uh, times and way different life than we're like, we could be a little bit more reckless, you know, we could take a little bit more, uh, you know, but like, I, I, I you know, so you said, you said something that I feel like I never thought I'd be talking about like this. I never thought that I'm going to be honest, like maybe I was raised so sheltered that I thought, even though I know that these things exist, like by things, I mean, addiction and street drugs, I was like, I'll never deal with this. I'm so safe and my parents are, I'm going to live in their house and then I'm going to go to like, so my life is going to take me in a direction after high school that is going to be safe. And something happened in my life that took me on a different path. And I guess when you say a pill can kill you, what are you talking about? Oh man, well like I'm I've had I've had to bury a friend about every six months due to the fentanyl epidemic, dude. Um, like I said, talk about uh, my buddy Verge who showed me how to paint. Um, I I've never been into like kind of outreaching and trying to like uh, trying to create but uh me and my buddies are trying to um, try to outreach more of the youth dude i really feel that like um we're going through a, a really uh really like crazy crazy time right now where we have to be more like there has to be more culture within us and our and our youth and um and uh, i just it just it just scared i i guess i was just such a, a crazy kid bro that like i fear that like my kid would ever like go down any street i went down you know what i'm saying so for me it's just like um empowerment of knowledge you know like hey buddy like you know i i, I call him all the time and make him promise me things or you know I, I i don't hide anything from him like you said you know like um it's better to not it's better to know what's going on around you. Um, I feel that maybe, but maybe your parents, you know, they chose a different route. You know, I think we all, we all choose different routes on whether you want to show your kids what's going on in outside in the world or not. But it's like before dude, me and you had to go or me, I had to go hide in an alley and smoke out of an apple and then eat the apple and, you know, wash my hands and make sure I didn't smell like weed and like, you know, eye drops and, you know, then now it's like people are just smoking foil like everywhere. Right. It's just so openly like our society is so like, you so, know. So wait, when you're saying this another a cool thing that I guess like. I there there we have more we have listeners from the U.S., but then we also have like almost the same amount of people from other countries and i feel like when you say our society i'm starting to realize that a lot of people don't know how bad it's getting here like oh, dude, it's like they think where i'm kidding like when i tell people like oh yeah this guy just literally lay down on my car and went to sleep while i was parked at a stop stop sign and they're like there's no way there's no way someone would just come and lay on your car i'm like you know that's what fentanyl does. Uh, when it's like they they mm -hmm. will pass out 
on a hot surface in the summertime and wake up with burns, dude. Like, it's a real deal. It's very scary, dude. And yeah, man, like if if someone would ever come up to me to like, you know, fundraiser, donate art to help that, um, I'd definitely be with it. Uh, but I just feel that um, it's something that's, it's, it's, it's like our conversation that got stuck earlier. It's, it goes beyond our power and like what we do. Sometimes there's just, there's stuff in life we can't control, right? And um, the only way we can control it is by teaching Xander and Eliza how to be, uh, I wouldn't want to say like perfect, but to make rational decisions, right? So for me, dude, I'm not really into like trying to get friends off the streets anymore, trying to get people off the streets anymore. I'm more trying to empower the youth. Hey, man, like, just because you're not as cool painter as your buddy, don't don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Look at his art and, and, and yeah, like, be like, yeah, well, I want to paint more, but just don't quit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, like, I just so, Sorry. So, on a micro scale, let's say, like, if I'm asking you, oh, what are you doing to do this? You're saying, oh, I'm talking to younger people or bringing people out of this. But on a larger scale, I guess, which a lot of people tell us that you and I, it's, like, above our pay grade to think about society, right? We aren't allowed to because be like we're just two guys and we're definitely not in politics there's no reason for us to talk about society at large unless we're gossiping or like yeah. doing something else which is a waste of our time but i guess my question to you is who is who are you playing against like why why is fentanyl on the market why is it doesn't make any sense that you have an opposition that popped up out of nowhere like, what is this? Okay, so I guess I guess just being a street artist is just kind of what what uh, I guess that's why I guess I, I, it impacts me. Um, like, I went to go paint downtown Phoenix, dude, and man, dude, like just getting people to like open up and just stop being so like, because it's like you you walk around downtown, man. There's you know a lot of panhandlers, and you know. I don't have anything against any, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but it was, I, I was literally like, hey, like, how's it going, man? How's it going? It's just because, like, everybody's just so, like, like, you know, tense about, you know, people out at night. And so it's just one of those things, man, where it's a, it sucks. And I'm, I, I paint cactuses. I love my city. And I feel that, like, it's my duty not to only, uh, make money off my art that has to do with our culture, but also put back into the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's if if I'm if I'm just taking and not putting in, then I will never get what what I want. Right. So for me, is like Arizona, Phoenix. Wait, I, so I have I have to like the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like I I just have to. Yeah. I feel that it's like my like. I don't, if I can't, if I don't ever make a dollar, bro, but I have fucking a hundred kids DM me and be like, bro, like you changed my life five years ago when I walked into your gallery, bro. Like, man, dude, like that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful to me, dude. Like just to think of that, 
So for me, bro, is like I feel that like I no, it looks like it disconnected again. There, hater. Yes. Sorry, bud. You're good. But uh, yeah, dude. Um, but long long story short, I just feel that like I'm I am my city. I represent my city. So like for me to fucking wear a Diamondback shirt every day and a hat and saying all this cactus stuff and then like not put back into my city would tell make me a total sellout, dude. And I feel that like and uh, and wait, what's and now like it's on. That would make me a total sellout. But what bad about being a sellout? Like, if, why do people? Why does society today selling out? Well, like, I'm a sellout. I'm a sellout from the jump, bro. I, I'm, I'm a graffiti artist who starts selling his art, dude. Like, at, at the jump, I'm a, I've already sold out. Dude. Like, if you talk to graph artists, bro, like, hey. All right, come on, stop, my neighbor. Um, hey, baby, baby, can you take Louis out front real quick? Estoy hablando en el radio ahorita. Um, but uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, sorry, you want to edit that out? No, no, never. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I think that uh. Like, if you talk to graph artists, you've always, like, you don't sell out by doing murals. You don't sell out by doing any of that stuff. You, uh, like, so, like, I, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a very, like, very personal, like, if, if you talk to graph artists, the word sell out, like, 100%. But if, if, you, if you, like, think about it as in, like, the bigger picture, right, like, if you think I'm a sellout because I just want to make like everybody like better, then hey man, I'm the biggest sellout you'll ever be, you know. Um, but but yeah, no, it's uh, I think it's a it's it's a it's it's a, a blanket people put over dreams. It's a it's kind of like a vamp a, a, a dream or a, an energy vampire. They they tell you these things so that like doubt yourself and you know what i'm saying like i don't know man like so, i i feel that I, I feel that um uh my dogs are out there uh i feel that like you should you should never uh you should never overthink of what people think you know it goes back to that like if, if you feel you're selling out for a good cause then sell out you know what i'm saying if you want to put that that category on it i think that um it's like it's like me selling art right now right canvases and then being like oh man like murals mural mural artists like i can't do mural artists like this is that da, 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 da. you know like sold out you're doing murals for pepsi now like no dude like it's it's okay so, nothing like that you know so let's say someone Oh, let's get to the, I guess, um, is your window open by any chance? Yeah. Okay, you're good. 
I was just making sure that I wasn't it wasn't on my end. We can't Yeah, it, my dog my dogs are out there playing around. I I feel like I need anyway, never mind. I was gonna talk to you about moving soon and looking for a new like new houses and stuff, but I'll talk to you about that later. You're a Phoenix guy, so you know Phoenix, but um like I guess I'm wondering when you say selling out that means I guess let's say someone would be that you're not proud of but you get paid a lot of money for um but see that that just goes back to like like if like when you wake up and you and you pay right like that's kind of where you want to get to you want to get to the point where you're getting outsourced and people are 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 reaching out to you to paint something for them like i feel like uh once you get to that point, I really feel that like that all that outside noise is gone. Elijah, go help bleed out, please. Um, you, and you shouldn't you you should definitely have enough people around you to like block out all that noise. You know, um, like dude, I know who my my real good brothers are, the ones that called me. To tell me congratulations on my work or the one that would call me to tell me what their projects are not that i'm saying like they don't love me any less but you can just tell like the conversation you know what i'm saying like it wasn't like i don't go to anyone's house just like man i'm doing this i'm doing that, that, that. like you know if you're in my life you know what's going on in my life, right um but uh if uh if if you really overthink all that stuff and you don't have uh, adios that um if you don't have like the the strong circle around you bro i think it's really easy like lose lose yourself and um so if if i had to answer that in, in a short question i'd say um don't listen to any background noise. Uh, get yourself, get yourself a good set of friends, uh, people that you can just call and, and talk to. Uh, I feel that, like, man, if, if if anyone ever needs some advice, I'm saying this right now. If you guys ever need some advice, man, come over, call me. I I love I love to listen. I don't I don't want to. I'd rather listen and, and give advice and talk than to be like, oh man, well, you have 10 problems, well, listen to my 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that that separates a lot in your camp. Camp, bro. You have to have a camp. You know, like, I I cannot do this, bro. This would not be possible if it wasn't for um, the dude who let me set up at the, on 7th Avenue, uh, Kurt. Kurt didn't let me set up on 7th Avenue, bro. I would have never sold to Ian. Ian shared my work. Ian got me 
to this day, tons of people, right? And then from in, I was like, all right, I, I, I got real comfortable on 7th Avenue. Got real comfortable, right? I went there, brought my R down the street from my house. You know, same old, same old, right? One person stopped, dude, and it was my friend who drove by. So I came home, thought about it. I told my friends, you know what? I need to make myself uncomfortable. I'm so comfortable at 7th Avenue, right? I'm going to go next weekend. I'm going to go drive around Grand, and I'm going to go find a spot. So I did the same dance, bro. Loaded up my truck, got myself nice dress, like you know, you gotta you gotta represent yourself right, right? Um, you are gonna be trespassing, you are gonna be going to places and trying to <laughs> trying to still art its corner now. Don't show up in a in a you know muscle shirt and you know what I'm saying like your first maybe the third or fourth time once they know you're an artist, like for sure, right? But like so. I met Tracy Greg from uh, Chachas. You know, I, I see Greg outside. I, was, I approached him. I was like, hey, brother, cool. If I sell my art here, uh, he said, guess what? Came at the perfect time. The owner's inside. Go talk to her. Her name's Tracy. Shout out, Tracy Greg. Love you guys. Uh, so, dude, like, I had to put myself in an uncomfortable situation to grow. But then, as me, doing that and not only that but being cool with all the people around me that i met at this new location my community and my circle started getting a little bit bigger and my support started getting a little bit bigger right so you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to uh, to grow because people see that bro tracy and everybody around me they, they seen dude she was like i messaged her and i was like hey is it cool if i go there and it was like early in the morning they got there at 11 o'clock at night, bro. I was still there. And she was like, whoa, like, you're still here? I'm like, yeah. I was hanging out with you. I'm like, is it, is it a problem? She's like, no, no, no. And, and she approached me about that later. She was like, I just seen that, like, that that fire, you know? So, but it, it all took, you know, me calling my friends. Hey, dude, it's 120. I'm fucking out of water. Can you bring me some water and some beers? Or my friends just be like, hey, where are you at? I'm going to pull up on you. My dad, um, uh, my girlfriends, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just you have to set up a good circle around you, bro. And, and maybe it's not always friends. I outsource all my, my stickers and my prints and all that from people that are not in my circle. Um, I don't like to – I don't like to uh, – I don't like to involve friends too much in, in my my business, um, in my brand, um, unless it's something that, um, like this, like a podcast, right? Like, yeah, I was involved. about to say, I was about like, to say. Like, so, like, it's, uh, yeah, man, so I really feel that to be, to be, like, where you want to be, you have to fail a hundred times, and you, and you, and you have to and you have to love those fails. You just have to keep on, build a good circle, build good friends around you, and everything else just falls into place, bro. Like literally, everything else just falls into place. I, I, I feel that like the energy you put out there, the energy you get put, you get back. Um, 
I remember I went a day after first Friday and someone stopped and they were like, how much for that piece? I was like, 200 bucks. And they were like, dude, someone just tried to sell me a piece for a couple thousand dollars. And they were like, and all we wanted was a really badass Arizona, like, like their look on their face, bro. Like, I was just so happy that I was the one that did that for them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have trust in me now because I am, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, hey, like, oh, yeah, you pulled up. Like, how much money do you have? Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, no, like, they know that. I'm just trying to give them some badass art and I'm just trying to go buy some more art supplies. Like that I'm cool with that, you know? Like at first, like, you know, it was like twenty dollars a canvas, bro. Like it was never about money. Um and yeah, dude, uh like I said, I, I still have pictures uh friends that still send me pictures of canvases I painted in two thousand seven. Um I got friends that would uh, take me to Michael's and just fucking tell me to pick whatever I want. Because uh, I've had people believe in me, dude. And, and that's what goes back to why do I paint 10 canvases a week? Because every one of those people believed in me. And I feel that it's a, it's, I'm a sucker if I don't, if I don't uh, pursue it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't believe in myself, like, like they believe in me because I do believe in myself now. And it went like it goes back. Once you believe in yourself, that circle, everybody else, and everything else will fall in its place. And uh and yeah, man, it's uh it's it's been a, it's still a beautiful journey. Like I said, I'm only my first mile, bro. Like, yo, when I with that that gallery dude, everybody was just like, How do you feel this and that, bro? I cried a couple times, right? When I see the flower arrangement from Stem Swag, bro, like, I was just like, like, it was so surreal. Like, I was just like, a flower arrangement for me? Like, someone bought me flowers? Like, I was just so blown away. But, like, even that, bro, like, I, I, I came home and I was like, the job's not done. Like, I, I see people have galleries and they'll go on vacation. Like, I... I came home and painted, bro. I came home and painted that whole weekend. Like, it was, I, I didn't think of it like, oh, man, like, I need to take time off. No, 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 no. Like, why? Like, let's go. Let's keep going. So all those people around me, bro, is, is, what, is what really drives you. Like, it's people that message me with, like, you know, because I do post a lot of, like, uh, David Goggins and, like, all this, like, uh, bright colorful art. And then it's, like, some dude dying on the treadmill be like, I'm not going to give up. Hey, so, like, it's just, like, it's it's so funny just how, like, my brain works, right? Like, um, okay. um, I, since we've talked about your art a lot, let's just... If people, if you want to just like scoot out of the way a little bit, so people can see the piece behind you, because obviously they can look through your art later. But if you were just, how did that piece come about? Because I know, but I feel like it's a pretty cool story, and I feel like all right. Be- so, um, my good friend uh, from the news, uh, I shout her out right now. Um, 
on that. I can't. Can't. There we go. So, um, yeah, dude. Uh, they hit me up and they're like, "Hey, like, are you doing anything for the Dimebag game?" And to tell you the truth, bro, I was kind of like in one of those like, like kind of in a rut, right? Like, not only that, there is when there is sports games going on, bro. I'm a nervous wreck, right? So I was she's like, "What are you doing for the Dimebags?" I was like, "Uh, just watching the games." And she's like, "You're not paying anything?" I was like, "Man, I didn't think about it." She's like, what? Like, like you said, like you know, like dying back to why you got into like the whole art and the the heart, the cactus stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was just like, man, I just been so in my head that I hadn't even thought about it. So literally, bro, like it was my 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 circle, bro, my circle of friends were like, yo, like what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, we're, why why aren't you out right now at the stadium? Like you're. Cactus guy, like, why aren't you out there? You know, so, bro, like, it, it really was really is people around me, bro, that just keep me going, dude. Like, um, yeah, man, that, that's like the that, that's the but I know it goes back to our art and stuff, but uh, no, no, it's perfect. So, let's say someone like I was actually gonna talk more about your art style, but let's just stay on this for a little longer because. This is supposed to be like one of many, hopefully a hundred episodes at least before both of us are gone from here. And we can really like flesh out the story. Like we can figure out what kind of mac and cheese you like, like what temperature you keep the AC at. We can, we'll cover all of it. But I guess for a very if they feel like they don't have have a chance to talk directly, I would say load your car. Wait, say that again. Load up your car, go to a corner, and believe in yourself. Yeah, if I didn't believe in me, bro, no one else. You have to come closer because the window. The window is loud. Oh, my bad. Very uh, good. You have you have to you have to believe in yourself so other people will believe in you. You know what I'm saying? So like it. If I would post on Facebook every day on Instagram how no one's buying my art and all I'm doing is posting about it, then how are you gonna have any trust in, or you know? So you just. You just have to, you have to have trust in yourself. You have to, you have to love yourself to, cause like, dude, like eventually, like you'll meet other people. Like, man, I've met so many people through this journey, bro, that, that, that dude will ride and die for me, bro. That, that I haven't known for more than a couple, than a year now, maybe two years, bro. Maybe I just met them, bro. This, um, this, uh, a good friend of mine, her name's Susan. Bro, she on Facebook reshares my stuff more than friends I've grew up my whole life with, bro. Like, I get the most love from people I just met, bro. So, like, very weird. If, if I if I were to wake up and be like, man, like Instagram or Facebook ain't fucking with me. If if I if I had a 
if that was my train of thought, bro, I would never be where I'm at right now. Because we all, we all, we all have to believe in ourselves so other people will believe in you. But once you start that journey, you're going to cross paths with the same people that are on the same journey as you, whether they enjoy looking at your art journey or they're in the same like, hey, like, I want to hang out and paint or, you know, let's be creative. Um, bro, ever since I started sharing my art and ever since I started doing all this, bro, like the people around me that paint, bro, have gotten better. Like I see it in their art, bro. Like I message them and they message me. What kind of markers are you using? You know, what techniques, this and that. I, I'll share everything, dude. I'll, I'll put it all out. Um, I really love seeing people around me succeed. Um, it, it makes me want to succeed. It, and I, I'll, I will back anybody. Dude, like my homegirl, she's a fucking amazing artist, dude. Um, for uh, Black Friday, her sales were pretty, like, not up to par with what she wanted to be, right? I woke up, dude, and I purchased something right away, bro. Because that's my circle, right? Like, she's a, I would see her stuff, bro, and I'd be like, man, like, that's where I want to be at, you know? And I remind, I tell her that all the time. I remind her, yo, like, you, you are the shit. Don't ever forget that. Like you, like you're awesome. You're an amazing artist. And bro, I'm in my, I'm in deep people's DMs all the time telling them that, bro. Like, I feel that like if you don't have that one person, you keep working hard enough, you're gonna find someone like me, and you're gonna get my attention, and I'm gonna hit you up and be like, hey, like, all right, on. Uh, I think, I think maybe. Maybe this is one of your followers who's watching. Shout out on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Anna? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's see, that's what I mean, man. That's one of the that's one of the people, dude. Like Anna, bro, like sends me links to galleries. She's been to like every every one of my live things. Not everyone, but like if I ever need like, hey, like I need someone to go downtown with me and, and hold this canvas while I'm doing an interview. Like, bro, like, I, I have that support system around me, dude, because, like, I've built this, you know, like, we've built this, you know, and uh, and I I never, I'm the one painting the art, and I'm the one putting it out there, but everybody's putting their neck out there with me because I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm leading the way, like, like, I feel that, like, they're not falling for some scheme, they're, you know what I'm saying, like, um, I feel that like if you if you follow my art and you follow the journey, like all I can show you is the positive in it, the negative in it, but the right way that I see it, right? Like, um, and I love seeing that, bro. Like, I love when I get a message from somebody, like, yo, like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. My my buddies just graduated from college. Um, they they went back to like electrical school. They're talking about going back to HVAC. And I really feel that, like, it's just, I want to surround my peop myself around people like that, bro. Like, I want everybody around me to, to be successful in their own way, right? Whether it's, I got 20 kills on Fortnite and didn't get killed once, or That's I me. painted 20 canvases, right? Like, whatever makes you happy, whatever you could call me up about and be like, hey, bro, like, come over, I'm doing this. That's cool with me, man. And and I think that's really important in everybody's journey, you know, find find happiness, you know? And, and since you're saying 
like let's say you're you said find happiness and you're you're drinking a PBR, I think. And <laughs> people are like, well, it's easy for you to say, but I don't even know what makes me happy. Like I just what do you mean? Like what it it does is it everyone's duty or destiny to seek out the thing that makes them happy? Or no. would you say some people are supposed to not seek that out Dude. and it's there's no pressure? Bro, I I ever since I stopped being in charge of my landscaping crew, I've been the happiest person in the world. Um there's people I before I used to love being the crew leader. I used to fucking love it, dude. I don't. I am not that guy anymore. My mind is in my art. It's definitely in my nine through five, but it's just my heart's not into it like that anymore, right? It's slowly, progressively going into my art. Um, but it's really hard. It's really hard just because if I would, if you would, if you would see me and you, right? If you if I would walk in. If you're walking the neighborhood in your Circle K outfit and I'm walking the neighborhood in my fucking landscaping outfit, how many how many fucking people would mess with us, bro? Like, there's a small percentile of people that would be like, yo, this guy is a fucking landscaper and this guy works at Circle K. Like, what? People what? assume we don't even speak English. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, if you, if you want to, if you want to, you know, I, I'm always, I dude, I, I tell everybody, man, like, oh, yeah, I do landscaping, like, oh, hell yeah, and 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 I will tell you about ancient history and and the galaxies and this, like, I, I'm like, I load my head up and like, I don't like to be stereotypical by anything because I look at you, man, and I and and even though where we met at, it's like, yeah, dude, like, you have to have a foundation, and my foundation is cutting grass. And making the world cleaner, right? Your foundation at that point was to help people bring stuff out. And you know, there's no shame in that, bro. There's exactly. no shame. And the funniest thing is when we met at that point, I feel like let's say there are some configurations of our friendship where the people don't really mention where they met or the circumstances they met in. They yeah. like run the run the false narrative together, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're let's build each other up in this weird way." But I feel like there were like hundreds of other people around us while we were talking, and any yeah. one of them, their story is as interesting as ours. We just don't know them, and we exactly, would man, like exactly, and and it just it feels like I feel like it was our energy, like. The artistic energy that's what i mean dude like if you stay on your path eventually you will find somebody with the same energy that is just like yo like like as soon as we talked you were like you don't look like no no landscaper dude what's up what's your story i was like oh yeah dude i paint and you're like let me see your art you're like holy shit man and you're like dude i do this i do podcasts I'm like and then boom it was just like because our energies, you know, are like you kept doing what you loved and you never you never change your direction from that, right? I kept doing what I loved and I and then and, and you know eventually two we fucking cross paths, bro. And then it just shows you how powerful um personality 
and how powerful loving yourself is. Now, when you see me, bro, I had that like that Australian hat. Remember that Australian hat with the freaking crazy mustache? Like for me, bro, I've always wanted to like, if I'm going to be a landscaper, I'm going to look like the goofiest landscaper out there with the Australian hat. The mustache, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just try to have fun with it, bro. So, like, you saw that. As soon as I walked in, you were like, this dude looks like someone I, I can have a beer with. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just. Confused. I was like, wait. <laughs> is he like, I didn't understand at all. I was. Yeah, dude. Hey, give me. Give me one second. Give me one second. Uh, oh. Yeah, this will be up uh, tonight, hopefully. Uh, I might be recording another podcast. This is like a double podcast or like a double episode. I feel like I might start going live on Instagram when I do the podcast henceforth. I was going to say from now on, but then I decided to say henceforth. Whoever's on here, you're Anna. You are famous, kind of. Well, not famous. Why did I say that? That's horrible. You're, you're idiomistic famous, which is like, you know. All right. 400 people. Anywho. But yeah, man, um, I, I think that um, like my, my childhood had a, had a lot to do with how comfortable I am in my own skin. I had to grow up, had to grow up really, really early, bro. Like I'd say about a, I was about four years old, five years old, and I realized like it's sink or swim. Like it was at a very, very early age, bro. So like at a very early age, I started, like, my eyes were just kind of, like, observing, dude. Like, like I had that, like, that, like, deep stare. Like, I was, like, just co- collecting everything, dude. Um, So, I would see my sister go to raves and um, listen to electronic music. And she'd come home and, you know, probably, probably a little high. And she'd be like, listen to this song, Edgar. And I would, like, you know, she's like, do you feel it? And, of course, I'm a little-ass kid, right? I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool, right? And then I would look at my brother would come home, ear bleeding, fucking concussion, because he just played, like, the hardest game of football. And, like, you know, like, I would just see, like, such two different worlds, right? So, like, I grew up kind of, like, in this middle of, like, I fucking loved anime and electronic music. But also played a lot of sports and 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 just like growing up, just like I always was kind of like, all right, like I'm gonna take what I can from what I like, take little things from little like sports, art, life, the neighborhood. But I I feel like it kind of formed me into this dude I am now. You know what I'm saying? Like I I my friends didn't know how to speak uh, English, so. I had to learn how to speak English to communicate with my friends. So like from the get go, like I just, I feel like I was just always like different in my neighborhood, you know? And, uh, but I never let that kind of like made me feel weird or uncomfortable or like me not wanting to like 
uh, you know, express myself. There you go. Like, you know, I paint hearts. I paint a lot of stuff that, you know, you'd probably be like, dude, like, you know, why aren't you painting, like, you know, darker? And, you know, it's like a lot of my stuff is very vibrant. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's always because of just I've never I just learned to turn off the outside noise really well. Um, so I think growing up and like in the neighborhood that you weren't supposed to come out of, you know, I never had I, the chance, like the chances of making it out of 23rd Avenue Indian school is slim to none. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel that I, I I've always had the world against me. So it's, it's like, what's there to lose? What's what's there to lose, right? Like, I if I don't if I go to Seventh Avenue and I don't sell a million canvases, I have a million canvases to take home. You know, I've I'm very comfortable in my success. I'm very comfortable in my failures. I'm very comfortable in my art, and I just feel that once you get comfortable in your own skin, your your art, your life will show. So I feel that like if I wasn't comfortable wearing my satchels, if I wasn't comfortable playing Pokemon, if I wasn't uncomfortable doing everything I did, I wouldn't have been able to paint the stuff I'm painting, right? So I've always put myself in uncomfortable situations to get help me grow. And so um, I feel that like if, you know, just put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And, and, and yeah, I, I really feel that like my life has just always been that you know um so sorry go on go ahead no no go ahead if someone hears this and they're just like i guess to cut to the chase if someone is struggling and they're like well i still don't know what to do at the end of this episode i would like say that you're comfortable with someone reaching out to you yeah for sure for sure for sure of course of course i mean um even if it's come to come to one of my art classes or just to go walk an art gallery um i think most of the time people want someone to listen to and not and just listen not talk you know um and i i'm very good at that and not only that dude but um i like to put fire in motherfuckers ass bro so if you come over with some weak shit, like I'll I'll I will pull that card and we will talk about that card because once you step into this house and it's a one-on-one or it's a conversation one-on-one, we're putting everything out there. And 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 I always tell people if you keep looking in that rear mirror, you're gonna fucking crash. Stop looking in the back. Stop worrying about that background noise. Go forward. Go forward. Don't worry about that shit. The past, girlfriends, boyfriends, all that is just noise. It's noise. And, but if you needed to use it to fuel you, 100%. Think about that ex while you're running. Fuck that motherfucker. No see. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if you don't see me on TV, Kathleen, that motherfucker's on TV. I'm gonna be on TV too. Yeah, use that. Use that. Use all that. And if that's what empowers you, man, and and use it. But um, 
I, I, I don't know if that answered the question or I got off of it. But uh, no, that was good. So I guess since when we, I try to wrap these up, I consider it just like a audio record of your life. So like, let's say today is the first day you recorded this, but what does your actual body do right after we press stop recording? So let's say even after we press stop recording, we talk for another 30 seconds, a minute, then we say bye. What I'm gonna immediately. I'm gonna roll a joint. I'm gonna put my dog in a harness, and me and my son are gonna go walk the neighborhood. Um, I kind of I use that as my decompression. Now I also smoke pot in front of my kid because me, I see it that. There's just I'm there's just so much fruitful life around me and my son that me smoking pot is definitely like not anything I see that like obviously if I ever catch him smoking I'm fucking be really disappointed in myself right um, but um, you mean when he's like under the prefrontal cortex development age yeah when he's older you know like I'll be like damn I should have been smoking pot because now this fool's doing it right but like um. Yeah, dude, like I, I really just do I really just enjoy smoking weed, painting, bro, hanging out with my son, hanging out with my cats, painting at home, listening to Juice World. Um and and really, bro, I just love um I love waking up tired. I love like I, I'm like tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna wake, I'm gonna paint, I'm gonna I'm going to stay up in pain, and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up tired for work, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to love that feeling. I'm going to fucking love waking up tomorrow, tired as fuck, and knowing that I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to do it all over again. Because I'm going to be tired as fuck on Monday, and I'm going to be tired as fuck on Tuesday. And then I might take a nap, and I'm going to wake up in pain. Like, I feel like you just freed me from a prison that I've been trapped in for 32 years. Of like, oh, well, no, I got trapped in the prison recently when, because like, I guess during my fight career, I didn't sleep at all. I people would say like, oh, you need sleep, you need sleep. I would be awake and just like awake all the time. And but even then, when I owned my gym, I didn't sleep. When I had every never slept. Then I had my back surgery, and all these doctors and very conventional people are like. You need your eight hours. That's actually why this is all happening. Fuck that. The eight hours have killed my, they've hurt my being. And even people around me, like in my family, they're like, yeah, this is all because you don't sleep. Yeah, you actually are throwing up because you don't sleep. You're this because, how can, no. So, I'll rest, bro. I'll, I'll take, I'm trying to sell my Jeep, bro. Like, my friend's like, you trying to sell your Jeep? I'm like, I want a, I want a Sprinter van so I could go out when I, when I get enough time to enjoy my Jeep, I'll go back to that road. But no, bro, like I don't want rest. I don't want sleep. I'll sleep because I have to. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's, it's one of those things where like, and and it's so awesome that I forgot that you were a fucking Muay Thai fighter, bro. Wait, like wait, you still we've been have- talking about me for so long that I completely forgot how badass wait you know you're you're getting hyped up about one thing we will we can talk about me and that's what the that's what the idea is for the long episode so we can like 
it'll all yeah 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 no doubt bro because like i really love the fact that like there's not a lot of people who could be emotional spiritual athletic and artistic bro right because like a life life kind of like it's like yo you got to be a hard ass or you got to do this you got to do that and like you come from a a, a background where you tried to put hands on people like you were putting you like your job was to make sure that that dude was down and you weren't right so like it's a it's it's i tell that it's a beautiful form of art because like i said i'm very competitive right and i and i see muay thai i see boxing and it and it's just such a a beautiful like how like i do my curves and lines like how you guys move it's it's very close very similar to the to the fact that when you're in that ring and and now i can compare this finally getting something i can compare this to so when you're in that ring and you're you've trained three months and you put you know you say you haven't slept you're fucking tired but you're looking across and like that feeling that's the feeling that i get when i'm painting bro like that like locked in i'm ready like i'm scared but i'm ready let's do this bro there's some times where i paint something i'm like oh i hate it and i'll have my friends come over and she's like dude that's fucking badass and and like the next day i love it because i worked on it right so like i feel like that's like a lot like fighting you you have to work you have to work on it and um it's really cool to be able to like talk to someone like i like bro i can't i can't relate to a lot of people bro and i feel like that's why i can relate to you a lot just because like we have that like that like that weird like fucking like athlete like from the gutter fucking dark places to like you know like it's it's funny because like i'll be honest like people think that like because uh, I was born here, but I grew up in Pakistan. And culturally, Pakistan is technically, from a Western perspective, it's much tougher than here. No matter whether you have money or don't have money, it's a place where you're gonna. It's harder than here. But now that I've been here for a while, I feel like the mental like attack on the American populace is like heavy. Like yeah. I feel like even you telling. Like you telling me everything, I feel freed by like, like you're not doing the weird, like the fake hustle thing, which is really common now. And people love like talking like that and talking about it, but they're like unforgiving, horrible people who aren't really like empathetic and love anyone. They just like, yes, we must grind. Then they make up like, but you're actually like, we're in a place where we're go pushing forward but with empathy or with some kind of kindness and i feel like that's something like where did your kindness come from because it's by all for the record it shouldn't be that because you should be annoyed and angry and my kindness my kindness comes from bro getting pushed out of the graffiti community I want to give everybody the chances that no one gave me because I wasn't in a fucking graffiti crew. So like, 
for me, dude, like I want to like, I just like, for me, it's like, that's kind of like, I, if I just want people to know that there's just like, just believe in you, you know, like, and yeah, dude, for sure, man. I, I, I feel that bro. Like, I, I couldn't have said better. Right, you said it, man. Like it's just, um, I, I, I had a, I had to learn to be this way because of me getting pushed out. Um, so like my dream, bro, like I, before all this, I wanted to open up a little, like uh, my own little gallery. And remember I hit you up on it. I'm like, man, it'd be cool if you did your podcast out of here. And yes. I just wanted, like, it wasn't about me, dude. It was about getting a bunch of artists together to vibe and to create. And, um, I just feel that like, I never had that opportunity and I want to, I want to be the dude to give that opportunity to other artists who don't want to join a fucking graffiti crew who love to paint, but don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like be ridiculed about being a muralist or painting on canvas. Like, no, like it, it, there's no rules. Like, and I feel that once I learned that, once I learned, once Verge taught me to love my art and love myself, bro, like it really changed everything for me. So yeah, man, just, uh, you just have to, you just have to support. Like I said, it goes back to like, um, show the support you didn't get, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's kind of how I feel. Like I, I'm not like a humbug, like, nah, like F that, you know, that person never came or that's that, 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 that. No, like that's just looking in the rear view mirror. Like, um, for me, it's just about moving forward and, and the people that are still forward with me, you know, like, um, yeah, just, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I I know I'm not like the where I came from wasn't a nice place and didn't make me at a nice place. But like I said, I loved myself enough to not be scared of those. And I had an older brother, <laughs> so like I didn't really have to worry too much out there because my older brother would beat anybody up. They mess with me, so I was always just kind of like in my own little like. Like you, hey, he's the he's the artist. Leave him alone, you know. Like, so, um, so yeah, man. It's um, let's say I, if if into like the people who, let's say your the people who've been following your journey and the people who listen to the podcast who are going to listen to this intuitively. Let's say this is the end and this is the last thing they're going to hear from you. And we're all going to have a limited number of words we say till our last word. So what what do you want to leave them with if this was their last time ever hearing you? Work harder. Do, do you want to, if they say, how? If they say, I, I feel weak. What if they're not, it's not graceful. They're like, Edgar, no. They're I not have... ready. They're not ready for it then. It's just one of those things where it's just they're, you're you're not ready. You're you have to look at life and just say, damn, like uh, that. If I'm not ready to work harder, if not, if I'm not willing to sacrifice toenails, um, if I'm not willing to sacrifice sleep, if I'm not willing to sacrifice family time, bro, this is the the first time in five years that I have not been a soccer coach, bro. Like, I 
this buys at Elijah's wall right there, bro. I have been a soccer coach for the last five years, bro. I've won. Not only. No. Why? Why did this happen? <laughs> Why does this happen to me? I know Edgar's going to die. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, um, but yeah, bro, like, I, I was, I, I was, I love being a soccer coach, bro. Like I've taken my son to state twice. We've, I've ran on the field two times with my son and embraced him after a, a fucking championship game tournaments. Like, um, I've, I've had to sacrifice a lot to get where I'm at right now. Um, with my son, with, um, partners, um, I have a hard time. Um, you know, um, being, being like in, like in anyone else's head, but mine, like, I, I, like, I'll just, I'm terrible at texting people back. I'm terrible. I just, I'm, I'm not perfect, bro. By all means, I'm, I'm fucking, you know, but, um, but I work hard on it, bro. I work hard on what I love and, um, I sacrifice a lot. So if you're not willing to work hard, and you're not willing to sacrifice, then what I suggest is don't put stress on yourself about Edgar being on the fucking news. You know? Um, you know, maybe it's like if I wasn't being this fruitful, I would probably be enjoying the fact that my son's life was super fruitful. It still is, right? He's still doing sports. He's still kicking butt. Um, but if I wasn't doing art, I would be putting my energy into my son, which I'm still putting energy into him. But I would never think about it as in like, man, like I'm failing. I don't, I don't have anything. Like we all have, we all have one thing, whether if you have to be selfish or not, and and put that be like you know what i i didn't go to a single fucking day in high school i didn't have my gd um you know but you know what my son has straight a's and he loves theater and he loves playing with clay <laughs> like put your put your time into that and put your effort into that and love that aspect of it i just i just feel that like if you don't believe in your own journey, then believe in someone else's journey. And maybe it's your family's. Or if you don't, if you just want to wake up and watch Netflix all day and hang out, then love that. I love documentaries, bro. Like, but I don't have Wi-Fi here. Right now, I'm I'm streaming off of my friend Anna's uh, Wi-Fi. Uh, she let me borrow her, her password, bro. But there's no Wi-Fi in this house, bro. Like, I come home and I paint, like, there's, I don't have, I haven't had Netflix and I don't know how long I don't, I don't watch any streaming other than YouTube. Um, I got, I, I put myself in a very uncomfortable situations because I know I love coming home and sitting on my couch and desk scrolling or putting on Netflix. And I just had to look in the mirror and be like, are you willing to sacrifice all this, Edgar, are you willing to sacrifice all this? And I said, yes.
Edgar, I am. So goes back to your question, bro. If you're not willing to sacrifice any of that, sleep, entertainment, family, health, all that, then don't beat yourself up because it's not working. Because you're not going, you're not going all in. You have to go all in, you know. All I, in, I, I honestly am sweating from talking to you. Thank you. I feel like this is probably the most. <laughs> send you the invite to the Discord server because today's conversation on the server was about how the energy on the server has been kind of like not authentic lately. And I was like, trust me, after the Edgar thing, I'm going to add him to the Discord and he's going to rip everyone's face open. And then. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, dude, definitely. Like, it's I have that David Goggins mentality, bro. Like, I just, I, I, I don't like people feeling sorry around around me, like themselves, but I also don't beat them up for it. Um, I I'm I will never do that. I will just put your problems out and hand them to you. And then whether you want to put them back in your pocket or do you want to just put them away? Don't throw those motherfuckers away. So yes, if you ever find yourself in some Yo, I need to talk to somebody. But I'm also like different though, bro. Like there's also some people like that need that like gentle and more like a like a subtle like hey man, like cuz I'm gonna get all up in your ass. Like like 100%. Like so there's, you know, I I'm definitely I'm definitely that dude and if you talk to my friends, they'll they will let you know I am that dude. Like a hundred percent and um like i said and and it's and it creates a um like a um an energy around me where like i i have genuine friends that know that like you know this fool ain't jerking me around right like i'm an immigrant bro like so when friends come over i'm like bro like i'll trade spaces with you right now take all this art take all this Take all this fame. Give me your life. Give me what you have. And I bet you tomorrow I'll fucking be somewhere else with all that. So like I'll give you my I'll trade my problems any day for anyone else's problems, bro. Like, and I and I tell that to people. And I think once I once I tell them that, I think it really throws people off because they think like it's all, you know, oh, painting and selling. No, it's not, it's a, it's a lot of hard work, it's a lot of commitment. And if if your life is easier and fuck, you know, hey, take all my problems. Let me go sit in your comfy couch, watch Netflix all day and and not have to worry about rent or anything else like that. Like I would trade places with anybody in a heartbeat. But would they trade places with me? That's the question, you know. So once you start looking into that, it's like how hard do you want to put into it? How much work do I want to get out of it? You could only be upset with yourself or you could only be happy with yourself, right? So Black Black Friday, bro. I don't care about Black Friday, but I went to Michael's and bought a shit ton of canvas, right? Because I got to invest in myself, right? Like, I hate all that, like, shopping, doing this, doing that, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I bought this secondhand for my homie. I got this gifted. I'm, I'm not like, a, you know, I'm... I, most of the stuff I get, I find on the streets, bro. Like, um, I'm very, I'm very, uh, 
very humble with everything around me. And, um, and yeah, I think that's what, um, I think if, if we were to close this off, I would just say that I'm just a, I'm, I'm a humble, hardworking, passionate person. Street artist. Street artist. artist. I was going to say we, we, I was going to say street artist because I had that clip where you said, I'm a street artist. I'm going to just repeat. It's going to be plastered in my head. I, yeah, dude, I am, bro. I'm a street artist, bro. I'm, I'm a street artist. But thank you for today. It's been many years. I really have to go to the bathroom. So yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries, dude. I've been, I've been sipping down these little taps. So I got to get a little bathroom place myself. We did yeah, it. Man. Hey, bro. The pleasure, dog. Um, when you edit this, um, if you may, if, if you uh, send it to me on YouTube and stuff like that, I can I can post it on my stuff too. And um, no, I really I feel, dude, that that um, the world is yours, brother. Um, also, looking into your journey and like your culture that your that your son's experience, and even when I met Xander, you're like, oh, he's a little he's a little like on the edge at the gallery. Um, when I told him, I was like, yo, like, you have a really badass dad. Like, I I meant every single word of it, bro. Like, your son is going to look at you, man. And when he gets older and he's going to be like, my dad was that dude. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I, I, you just, I, look, I, I, look at, I look at that, bro. And I really, I really, I'm a family man, bro. So I'm a family man first. So when I see this stuff, bro, like, just that right there, you like, I, you are you are you are already tight homie once i seen your life i was like man like the way your relationship is with your son bro is the way that i see my relationship with my son so like like you're you're just you could just tell man you're you gotta you got a lot of good things coming from you bro and i know that this is our first podcast and i can't wait for number 500 yes cheers to that man yes celsius energy please sponsor us or PBR. <laughs> We're looking for a beer slash energy drink slash slime sponsor. Anyone. Uh, please. Yep. Well, and paint. Services, paint. Right. Jerseys. Anyone. Just send us the stuff. Hey, man. Exactly. Anything Look, Arizona, we, I'll take it. We need clay. We need clay. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Okay, thank you. Love you. Bye. Hey, man. Much love, brother. Heck yeah.